temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. This is free to download, so why wouldn't you do so? Why wouldn't you share it with your friends and your family around these holidays? It's just good eating for everybody. The Permission Granted podcast available on iTunes. Search Permission Granted. Also, you will be able to get it on our website. All audio available there. In its entirety, daoncbs.com. Tape this after Tuesday's show, and the big takeaway from today's show is that Pete the Body Bilotti's Woody Allen impersonation, which became an impersonation of you doing your Trash Tuesday, was so good and so funny. It became the epic fail, and I think it had a lot of our listeners cracking up listening to it. Hey, listen, if you could channel the inner body there to find something out of him, he did do a good Woody Allen. I don't particularly thought I sound like him, but you got to be careful because now I just see him walk past, and you got him you know, high-stepping like Dion after a pick six. Is he strutting? He's strutting. You blow up PT, go a little bit. You thought I was bad. He takes it a mile and a half. So I think he walked out of this show today feeling just dripping confidence. Hmm. That's a bad thing. I For Pete, yeah, you want to keep Pete at bay. Why? Because the moment he got the scheduling power and the moment you fill his ego with anything, he thinks anything goes. So if you tell him he's getting really talented at an impersonation, you know, next thing you know, he's producing four shows just doing Woody Allen impersonation, scheduling himself there. <laughs> he's got the strut going. Pete's, by the way, Pete's trash. What? Ladies at a deli who are moms and taking up too much time? Well, that was the second part. You actually had tears in your eyes from Pete's trash. So you had trash Friendsgiving, and you started to go into this kind of like Woody Allen. And so we started impersonating that. But Pete's trash was the five ladies in line ahead of him at the deli because they didn't know what to order. They were holding up the line. Yes. Now, we're going to do the little how the sausage is made here on the PGP with Pete on a Trash Tuesday. Okay. I, a couple weeks ago, when I was off, a couple things came into my mind that were bothering me. It was on election day. And that's where I had last week's trash where everybody had the I voted and I said I had enough of that. People already starting with the Friendsgiving talk. And I have something else coming next week. And I texted three of those in a row to Bilotti and I said, hey, just in case I forget, I'm on vacation. I want these three registered you know, maybe you can help me out if I forget. I'm sure I'll remember, but just so I have something there. So Pete now has taken on himself to preview trashes by texting me. And he tr- texted me this Saturday at about noon Eastern. Here's a trash for me. Just took me half an hour to get my bagel. Had enough of moms online at the deli. I read that on my couch. I was moments away from the Ohio State-Maryland game starting. And I howled, laughed out loud on my couch, picturing Pete getting mad about nothing as usual. 
So when today came, I made a point of knowing how funny I found that and also knowing that it was so ridiculous. See, what the best part for me for Trish Tuesday is watching what comes out of Pete's mouth and watching Andrew Bogish's facial reactions to what Pete is saying. And I knew this was going to get Bogish ticked, so I let Pete make sure you do this. I'm going to watch Bogish here. And that's why I was crying because I got the the face I needed out of Bogish and Pete not delivering it the way he thought he was going to deliver it just made the whole thing sound ridiculous. <laughs> Well, it was a crazy Trash Tuesday. And then we also had Bogish tell the story of a guy who peed himself <laughs> on the train and smelled reeked of urine and people had to move away. And then he got up to lecture them, you know, treat me with some respect. Times are tough. That's a 30 for 30 waiting to happen <laughs> on that guy. How, how can you possibly rationalize times being tough how I urinated on myself. I agree. Times can be tough, and especially now around Thanksgiving, there are a lot of needy people out there. However, urination for a male, in my mind, follow me here, should never be done on you. Times should never be tough where you pee your pants. It, I'm sorry. That is the one thing... As a male, I think, as any human. Okay, but I, I would say because of the standing ability okay. to perform such an act... Uh-huh. As gross as it sounds, it could literally be done anywhere. Like, you could do it outside in a discreet location, of course. Uh That going in your pants, frankly, to me, should never be an option. You bite the bullet if if you're in a corner and somebody walks by and thinks you're gross. At least it's relieved on a wall and not in your underwear. Bogus said he was using an iPhone. Now, if you have the ability to afford an iPhone, Times can't be so tough that you have to piss your pants. <laughs> Maybe you want to be Miles Davis. I I agree. You know what's sad? That guy probably had better battery life than you did, kind in your trash Tuesday. <laughs> I don't. I mean, maybe he just recently got. Maybe that was his first step to getting his life back together. Was I can't afford clean underwear, but I need a phone to get me a job. So maybe that's why it was his first day with the iPhone. You'll never get a job if you reek of urine. No, but I'm sure. You know, how do we know he wasn't taking the subway to clean himself up? Times were tough. <laughs> Times were tough. It's the holidays. It's Thanksgiving. And tomorrow's show, Wednesday's show, we're going to eat disgusting potato chips. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. All right, now, on the show, I promise, we had so many good Trash Tuesdays. I want to read through some of the ones that I didn't have time to get to on the show. So if we go to Facebook right now, Freda writes on Facebook, DA, I'm with Mraz. Friendsgiving is stupid. Beep, beep. Sanitation just arrived. See, I don't understand what's so stupid about just excuses to get people together. I'm the guy that always wants to throw parties, get people over, bring people together. So what? You call it Friendsgiving. I think Mraz is just being a Scrooge here for whatever reason. I don't know what. I think he's just an angry guy around the holidays like Halloween. I don't know why he's not more happy around a, a an entire holiday built around stuffing your face to be a fat guy. But I have no problem with Friendsgiving. Scott writes on Facebook, I'd like to trash my Browns again, and it's their bye week. Well, I have a nothing against Condi Rice, who's a geni- who is the genius that floated the idea of her being an NFL head coach. The only way it makes sense if this was a plot by John Dorsey to see if somebody would leak inside info to the press. But knowing the Browns, that idea is too smart for them. Hold your nose. That's some smelly rubbish. Yeah, people killing Condoleezza Rice have got it wrong. 
kill the Browns organization for leaking this story. They're not hiring her. They were never going to hire her. Perhaps they were going to pick her brain or make her part of the interview process. Even that I would doubt. But you can't crush Rice here. Even she did in her memo admitted that she's not qualified to be a head coach of the Browns. Emily on Facebook, I'd like to preemptively trust the relative that always has to ask about relationship status at Thanksgiving and is so disappointed when you tell them you aren't seeing anyone. Again, it's not the 1950s. I don't need a man to make my life worthwhile. Give it up already. Hashtag independent woman. Hashtag deal with it. Hashtag get him out. Let's face it. That's straight trash. Well, that's an aggressive take from Emily. Well done. Female empowerment. I just, uh, I cringe at all of the conversations we all are subjected to from all of our relatives on these holidays. If you could just eat and watch football, fall asleep, nap, listen to a little Thanksgiving jazz, that would be the best. But you just know that there's a cost to this. And the cost is the toll you pay on Thanksgiving and Christmas and other holidays is you have to talk to the relatives. David writes on Facebook, I'm trashing the Dixon Candy and Nut Company out of Dixon, Kentucky. The honey-roasted nuts are so good, my wife is addicted to them. She can't stop shoving Dixon nuts in her mouth, causing her to choke. Splash Brothers? More like the Trash Brothers. I don't know if that was just to make me say that and get a rise, get a laugh out of me saying that. But there you go. I did it for you, okay? I completed the task. You happy now? Yes. I'm a trained SEAL. I'll talk about anything and everything that you write to me. I don't know what's in good taste or not. It's just who I am. Mike in Boise tweets, I'm trashing Orlando Scandrick. Looks like his days at Boise State needs a stop on third and long. I'm going to hold the receiver here and give them the first down. Stinky debris. And Skandrick had the game-winning interception in his hands of that final or second-to-last Rams drive where they scored. Absolutely brutal. Daniel tweets, I'm trashing the dysfunctional Wizards management for maxing out Wall and Beal and now looking to deal them a season later. Complete frauds. Warm, sizzling garbage. As I mentioned on Wednesday's show, the Wizards are the Lob City Clippers on a different coast. A lot of talent, expectations for a forlorn fan base, a team and a franchise that hadn't succeeded in a long time, and it just self-combusted because of egos. Eric tweets, I'm trashing Kevin Durant for being so damn sensitive all the time. Criticism from teammates, fans, sack up. Beep, beep. Sanitation just arrived. He really is just becoming terrible. I mean, it just really, I don't understand why, when you have succeeded at that level, why you could possibly be so bothered by what total strangers say about your career. Why Why would you even bother? Rob tweets, this is Robin Erie, PA. I'm trashing the so-called appointment times at dentist's office. 9-10 appointment, you get it at 9-30. Hashtag, get them out. Hold your nose. That's some smelly rubbish. Hashtag, eerie PA. Hashtag, pepperoni balls. Hashtag, ox roast. Hashtag, sponge candy. Rob, that's a strong series of hashtags. Those are all foods that I don't even know what they mean. 
Like, what's sponge candy? What's a pepperoni ball? But uh, you know what? I'm in. AZ and Wisco tweets, I'm trashing my kids and the weapons-grade illnesses they spread every school year. Let's face it. That's straight trash. I mean, just sick kids are gross, right? Just, whew. when you see them sneezing all over themselves, picking their nose, eating their boogers, sneezing on the next kid, picking stuff off the ground, shoving it in their mouth. I mean, look, I love kids. Love them. But it was just when you're an adult and you look down, you're like, wow, you you Cretans are disgusting people. Just really always disgusting people. Awful. Aaron tweets, DA, I'm trashing you for always finding a way to take a jab of the Patriots in your NFL takes. Hashtag get you out. Splash Brothers, more like the Trash Brothers. Yeah. Look, that's probably true. I mean, I speak the truth, and maybe Pats fans don't want to hear the truth. It's it's unfortunately sometimes a negative truth, but it's a truth. But, yeah, I'm sick and tired of the Patriots. I'm looking for fresh blood. This dynasty is now 17 years long. I mean, I you can understand. Everybody else in the NFL, we're waiting for them to go away to open up the door a little bit here. Adam Ray tweets, I'm trashing my jazz. Their continuity plan is bombing, but management is too stubborn to admit it and make the necessary changes to the lineup. Are we going to waste this season that can still be saved? Hashtag fix my team. Stinky debris. The Jazz came into the season with high hopes, high expectations, and that just does not seem to be catching right now, which is weird because I thought they were going to be much better than they are as well. Lewis in Palmdale tweets, DA, I disagree with you about the Rams being the greatest show on grass. The DA show is the greatest show on grass. Believe me, I know. Hashtag you need to smoke like this. Well, you know what? I think that'll wrap up Trash Tuesday, everybody. Let me say this. I mentioned this on the show as well on Monday, on Wednesday, rather. Our big thank you go out to all of our listeners because you guys have really helped propel us to this time slot and this national relevance and the fact that you guys keep coming back and enjoy the show and understand the sense of humor behind it and tweet at me and follow us on Facebook and follow me on Instagram and all of that is awesome. And you keep watching Nomad and, you know, we keep doing this because we know there's an audience and because... Uh, we hammer home to everybody that works in the show. The D-Aliens matter way more than almost every show's listeners matter to that show. It, it is, um, it's been awesome to be on this ride for the last six years. Here's to six more at CBS Sports Radio, perhaps 60 more. And, um, you know, it's a good time to just say thanks to our listeners because you guys are awesome. Now, as for those of you that want Robbie Rosenhaus out, I'm sorry. This will just have to be a point where we agree to disagree. If he loses this battle of the bulge, he will be out. But I I just really don't understand how you can listen to Robbie and not enjoy his charisma, his charm, and his his singing ability. I don't understand. There's not many people that can sing on a sports radio show. When do you ever hear that, let alone singing 80s TV theme songs? So to me, it's just it's quirky and it's fun and it's unique and he's good at it. So why you would not want him to be part of the show, I don't understand. But that's the only part that I'm not going to say thank you for. Because, you know, I believe in Robbie. He's the songbird of a new generation of, of Americans that are looking for the next Sinatra. 
and the next Adele. And I believe that he is the next Tony Bennett. A very plump, bald Tony Bennett. That's side A. Side B is right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of this Thanksgiving gobble gobble edition of the PGP. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B and the PGP. Joined by the ghost himself, Pete the Body Balati. Peter, hello. Hi, Sean. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. You're excited for Thanksgiving? I am, yes. Now, will you unleash the gizzard or hold back since you're in wedding cutback I'll mode? Be, I'll hold back a little bit. I'll probably eat more meat rather than, like, like sides. Interesting. You know, I, I probably will do that. So you're going to hold back on the mashed potatoes, the sweet potatoes, and do all of that? Right. Well, Pete, I wanted to get into something on the show here that DA brought up in side A, and that is you channeling Woody Allen on Trash Tuesday. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. No. <laughs> like he's still doing it. And, and Bogish, who you and Bogish have had the weirdest rivalry since we've joined the show, dating back to the John he's Feinstein jealous. days. He's jealous. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he loves your Woody Allen. So now we're finding your hit list. Everybody talks about your drops. Your love of Alf, and I guess your Woody Allen abilities. I don't know how I do it. It's just it's just a matter of, of watching him and, and understanding him and knowing what the hell he's talking about. Jeez. Were you a Woody Allen fan? No, not really. I just saw him on commercials or TV. <laughs> so am I just doing this with Woody Allen now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, here? yeah he's here. So, I, okay, so you did you even know any Woody Allen movies? No, I know he was married to Mia Farrow. I don't even know who that is. I, yeah, I don't think you would. <laughs> so now you can't see this because obviously there's audio, but Pete is just making this squinting face right. to the point you're, you almost look like a Humpty Dumpty just, you know, ate a hero. Uh, yeah, he, he's really, I'm really hungry. You know? And we are keeping Pete from his lawn. It's really, yeah, come on. I mean, what, what is this? Side B? Uh, why can't I be on side A? All right. <laughs> Jeez. I got to be fair now. Bogus loves it after just that minute. I hate it now. Get it out. I'm, I'm never going to sound like Woody Allen again you know on the show. Get you out. Get it. Get you out. What are we doing here? I don't know. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. All right. Now, a debate I have to get into here on the podcast because he never really got into in the show. A DA referenced it late on Wednesday's show as we wrapped the DA show for the week. And that is, I tweeted, and, you know, as Taz pointed out, I'm apparently the king of hot takes. I tweeted, we need to get something straight about Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce sucks. Cranberry sauce, to me, is kind of like the horse racing fan now. Yeah, okay, the Triple Crown comes around, and maybe you're interested, and you'll look at right, it. Right, right. But it's not big anymore. Boxing isn't very big anymore. And we cranberry sauce, as technology and sides have improved, hey, like when, when the first cranberry sauce got put on the table, you know, I'm assuming in like when when was the Pilgrims and everything? 1903, something like that. 1903. When was it? <laughs> Not 1903. I don't know what year it would be. Was it after we settled? <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that as is. Because, I guess right because oh that would make sense. It would be before 1776 because that would have been before Ben Franklin because the whole point was the Pilgrims and the Indians. I want to see you. You know how they have Rosetta Stone. I yeah. want to see you do history 
like Rosetta, like that version. History, you like kind of like Ken Burns' baseball, which I can't stand, and like a documentary like that. I need to think before I speak. So now that I'm thinking out loud, you're right. The first thing came. I just threw out a spitball the year like 1903. We were already a country for 125 years, but I forgot the point of Thanksgiving was pre us becoming a country. It was everybody trying to get together and and you know get along as far as the settlement went. So. Yeah, I, okay. So the first cranberry sauce probably hit the table. So what was it, like 1774? Was it two years before we became a country? I'm not getting into the years here. Okay. Because, all right. Whatever uh, year in the 1700s, look, did they have cranberry sauce no, on the look, table? Look, look, first of all, who cares when they had it? That's the bottom line. <laughs> Second of all, cranberry sauce, see, people go to extremes with it. People Do they? I always see the really same lumpy it. can. Either they really hate it or they really love it. There's like no in the middle. Now I'm in the middle with that. Like I'm not. There's no act- in the middle, but I'm in the middle. Right. I'm actively not. I'm not actively searching for cranberry sauce if it's not on the table on Thanksgiving. Ha. Huh. But I, if it's there, I will have it, and I'll enjoy it because I, I think it is a good compliment to turkey. It's kind of like for me. But, but aren't you getting gravy? Like how dry no, is somebody making your turkey that it, you need cranberry a, sauce? See, I'm I'm also a guy. If I have a pork chop, I'm having applesauce with it. Jeez. It's a good compliment. It. it, it if you have it, it just it tastes makes the taste so. What is your better. name, Harry? I mean, what year were you born? In? Harold. Harold. <laughs> no, I'm Woody. Look, I'm not saying it can't have a taste. My point is, when you look around that Thanksgiving spread, like macaroni and cheese. Right. Uh, my assumption is the Pilgrims and Indians didn't make it. No. Was there Probably even not. ovens back then? Had they make the turkey over a fire? Probably over a fire. Right. I don't think there was conventional ovens no, back then. No, no, no. They, they didn't have a, a, a George Foreman grill. Or right. A, no, of course. <laughs> of course. But I don't know if there were ovens. There was electricity around? No. There was none None of the... Uh, ben Franklin was alive, though, because he was going to be part I'm of the decoration. I'm not getting into this with you. This, this will take a long time. All right. Side D and All right. C and D. Point is, we didn't have much to work with in terms of sides, so you kept with tradition, and that's fine. But at some point, you got to say goodbye to some of these things. And for me, that is cranberry sauce. A nut, who likes it? It's the candy corn of Thanksgiving there's foods. There's no need to get rid of it. You cannot have it, but there's no need to get rid of it. Why even like make it a big deal? I feel like because here's the drill. My whole life, I've sat there and that same can with the ridges is flopped out on the table. And the thing <laughs> is just staring at me, freaking me out. And nobody ever touches it. Well, you see, that's the Nobody thing. touches uh, it. So why are we, we going through this if exercise? If you try on cranberry sauce, then it's bad. But like, I think it, I tried once when I was a kid. And no, said, but, oh. no, but like if, in, in the preparation of it, if it's like just if the can's sitting right next to it when you have it out on the table, then there's really no point in having it. It makes it look terrible. You know, it's what got I mean? the ridges. It's I got mean, everything. Come on, no, no. Well, who's like, making real cranberry sauce? I got news for you. Everything that you can make from scratch, they say, you make right cranberry sauce from scratch. Get a life. You know, <laughs> you know, you don't have to. You don't have to make cranberry sauce like legitimately like from scratch. You could do it from the can, but make it look like you did it yourself. Well, you chop it up, cut it up. Yeah, well, the, whatever do you do? I never made cranberry sauce. That's just, uh, but make it look presentable. If you're gonna do, it, try. If you're gonna have it, try. At least try and give it. An he effort. wants a little effort. Yeah, he wants a little effort. A lot well, of it is presentation on Thanksgiving. Too. Well, anyway, I will tell you that Da was thought my take was terrible. Loves cranberries because of course he does because he has to be the contrarian with everything. Well, I can see Da having a very traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Well, he does the thing. He said he does the Italian, right? Thing, which is the only way to go now, by the way. Oh yeah. If you if your Thanksgiving doesn't also include a lasagna or some sort of pasta, you're doing it all wrong. Well, I tell you, last year and don't and for all the Irish people out there, this isn't the same thing as throwing a shepherd's pie together before Thanksgiving either. It's just something to the the pasta aspect of it. You need yeah. it as a base. Well, I'll tell you this: there is um, last year when we had the draft for the Thanksgiving. 
Uh huh. The Thanksgiving um, draft, which uh-huh. which we didn't do this Look, year. I went for I went for meats and pasta, and and that's that's really where I go on Thanksgiving. I'll lay probably lay off the pasta this year, but I'll go more meat. Yeah, meat and pasta, you get you home. I love mashed potatoes. I love stuffing. See, to me, you could throw turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing, and I can walk away from that. Yeah. Like I just go, that's the only three I need. That is Durant, Clay Thompson. And Draymond, you don't need to add a Durant with a lasagna, but when you do, you win a championship. That's true. You know, but i that's my point. Cranberries ain't doing that. What would you consider the Steve Kerr of, of, of Thanksgiving? It's the gravy. It brings everything together. That's a good I, I, How that, about that? That's, that's a good one. How about that? How about, your eyes just lit up when I said uh, that. That was a great analogy. <laughs> you know what? We spent this Wednesday talking about what we're thankful for. Because that was such a high note, we're going to end the PGP I there. I agree. That Ended was a right great there. analogy, huh? Pete, you really liked that I one. I really did. That was good. All right, listen. I say this in all seriousness. For those of you that dedicated that, the reason we churn this PGP out is because you guys keep clicking, because you keep listening. Have a happy, healthy, safe Thanksgiving. And on that note, a little plug for myself. <laughs> 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, Wednesday night, in for Scott Farrell on CBS Sports Radio. Thanksgiving afternoon, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific. I will be in the CBS Sports Radio hosting chair. And Friday night, Black Friday, after you've knocked everybody out in Walmarts across the country, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern time, in for Scott Farrell. Three straight hosting shifts. You're getting a lot of me over the next couple days on CBS Sports Radio. So tune in any point over the car. Let's have some fun. Let's keep this good time rolling here on CBS Sports Radio. You can follow PP. Pete the Body on uh, Twitter. You want to make a point? Uh, I wanted to say there's better things to do on Black Friday than shop. So lay off the shopping. Just relax with your family. And enjoy Sean. Sean's going to be on the air, and he's going to give you some good product. So, you know, I I, I tune in. Good product. Like I'm selling something on QVC. All right. And you can follow (laughs) me on Twitter and Instagram, at MrazCBS. Have a great week, everyone. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.